Welcome back. I'm visiting here today with Russell Hancock of Joint Venture Silicon Valley. Welcome to today's show. Happy to be here. Thank you. So, um, can you, for the listeners, can you give your background, how you uh, how you landed in your position today, maybe start up through your career history? And, sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm a guy that came here to go to Stanford. Uh, I did graduate school at Stanford in the political science department. I took a PhD there. I thought I was going to be somebody who would join a department and teach and do research. I thought I would be a pointy-headed faculty kind of a guy. Instead, I decided that uh, the real world was calling to me, and I didn't want to just be theoretical. I wanted to be in an environment where I was actually working on policy problems and doing it with the real world actors and the decision makers. So I joined the Bay Area Council, and I was their vice president uh, working on a variety of issues, including transportation and housing and air quality. I actually went back to Stanford for a short time. I was the director of what's called the Shorenstein Center at Stanford. And then I got recruited uh, to take my current position, which is, uh, as you mentioned, Joint Venture Silicon Valley. I'm the president and CEO. The organization brings together Silicon Valley's leaders, public sector leaders, also private sector leaders, even university figures like the presidents of the colleges and universities, and then the labor leaders. So all the leaders of Silicon Valley come together in this framework that we call Joint Venture Silicon Valley. And I am their president. So in the, in, in the organization, how often are you meeting with the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the different heads of the organizations? Well, in an ongoing way. I mean, we have committees, yeah. working groups, task forces, uh, and then we also have a board of directors. The board meets on a quarterly basis. And the board really is this august coming together of the region's mayors, uh, city managers, members of the state legislature, members of of county boards, even members of Congress. So they sit on this board. There alongside them are CEOs coming from the tech firms, major developers, other senior business leaders, also heads of labor organizations and college and university presidents all sitting at that uh, table and uh, working across boundaries as true collaborators. You know, uh, you you have a pretty good picture of what's going on in the Valley. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you give us an update? Uh, I'm happy to do that. In fact, it's part of our mission to thoroughly understand Silicon Valley, its trends and its challenges, and then we actually document them. The organization houses a think tank. It's called the Silicon Valley Institute for Regional Studies. I'm also the president of the think tank, so I wear both of those hats. And I have to tell you, right now we're in an interesting period. It's sort of hard to tell what's going on. We have a strong, thriving economy. It's generating jobs at record-breaking paces. But over the past, I want to say, 12 months, there's been a there's been a shift. There's been a slowdown. It's like we took the took our foot off the gas pedal uh, for for a, for a lap, and now we're pivoting into some other interesting areas. What are the hot sectors right now? Well. Uh, Artificial intelligence, <clears throat> machine learning, uh, big data, for sure. Uh, the Internet of Things continues to be very important. Security and encryption, uh, those are very big areas. But let's not forget electric vehicles. Uh, m- m- the mobility challenges and the companies that are springing up around mobility, and that includes uh, electric vehicles, uh, electric vehicle infrastructure, but also alternatives like drones and even crazy things like flying cars, which people are taking seriously in in Silicon Valley. Anyway, all of these represent new directions for the economy. 
And it seems like we're pivoting into those areas the way we've done so many times over our 75, 80-year history. One thing Silicon Valley has a reputation for mm -hmm. is that of innovation. Yeah. And still, it remains about 50% of the venture capital in the world is mm -hmm. running through this valley. That's about right. Um, if, we, uh, if we looked at what's happening, though, to infrastructure here with the prices of real estate, yes. you know, uh, where do you see the forecast? Is everything going to continue to go to the sky? And uh, Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, we have the highest housing prices in the United States. There are a couple of little pockets, a zip code here or there in Connecticut, New York, some places like that that might have a higher, uh, higher median price. But uh, for the most part, we should all understand that we're living in the highest cost region in the United States. And it's a really hard problem to fix. The reason is because we have a landscape that locks us in. We're surrounded on three sides by water, and then we're ringed by uh, mountains, foothills, permanently protected open space. So we're captive to this geography. And then within our footprint for development, we're for the most part built out. I mean, there, it's not like we have a lot of unused parcels out there. So it's a supply problem. It's a very simple supply problem. We can't build enough housing. And yet this economy has exploded over the generations. And over the past six years, uh, unbelievable growth and sustained growth. So we've added hundreds of thousands of jobs. We've only added tens of thousands of housing units. So supply and demand, the prices are going to go through the roof, and they will continue to do that. I'm visiting here today with Russell Hancock. He's the CEO of Joint Venture Silicon Valley. I need to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these messages. Since you can't take your wealth with you, spend time with your family. Welcome back. I'm visiting here today with Russell Hancock of Joint Venture Silicon Valley. And, and Russell, in the first segment, we talked about the overview of, you know, what uh, Joint Venture Silicon Valley does. I want to, this uh, segment, I want to delve more into the current trends. And as you're, as you're looking at bringing uh, the, the local governments and the, the, the companies together, what are some of the issues that are being faced? So. Well, the issue is growth. We have tremendous growth. It's been sustained growth. Sometimes it's explosive growth, but the point is it's growth. And we expect that this economy will continue to grow. We expect that people will continue to come to the area because of the opportunities that are here. This is an innovative economy. It's an entrepreneurial economy. That's not going to change. We're gonna to continue to attract the best and the brightest people from all around the world. So the question is, can we accommodate that kind of growth? Can we provide world-class infrastructure to support the world-class companies that are here? Can we address our livability issues so that this continues to be a vibrant uh, setting for the economy, but also a vibrant setting for people to uh, raise families and grow their companies? So those are the questions. Joint Venture exists to tackle those. The interesting thing about a place like Silicon Valley is that it is, after all, completely unorganized. Silicon Valley takes in about 45 different cities. It, those cities spill over four different counties. 
there's no overarching framework for those cities and counties to come together uh, in, a, in, a, in a process of decision-making or planning. There's nobody calling the shots. There's nobody uh, bringing together people so that they can come to a consensus about what the next steps should be. And so we don't really have a game plan. This is a problem. It's especially a problem in a world-class region that, that needs to have a blueprint. So joint venture tries to provide that blueprint. You know, when we move into transportation, we're, we're putting more and more cars on the road every day. And so yeah. anyone that drives the freeways can see yep. the traffic patterns are, are changing substantially. It's horrendous. We have the worst traffic in the nation. There's Washington, D.C., there's Seattle, there's Los Angeles. Uh, they rival us, but we are losing more time to daily delays than any other region. So when we look at the South, where we got BART that's currently stopping at the uh, the, the uh, Tesla plant, yes, or in Warm Springs, but uh, is that going to play a role in 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 helping expand down into Silicon Valley and bring more uh, relief off the freeways? Or how how do you look at that from a logistical well, that's, standpoint? That's the hope, and BART is extending. BART will be extending into downtown San Jose. Uh, that project is underway. It's funded. It's not fully funded, but uh, we have confidence that that funding is, is, is going to fall into place. And meanwhile, the extensions are happening. But here's the thing. It will just get into downtown San Jose. That's as far as it's going to go. BART is not going to ring the bay. It's not even going to connect to Caltrain. Uh, at some point, the hope is that it will connect up at Santa Clara uh, outside of the San Jose airport and that there will be a linkage to Caltrain, and then people can take rail all, all the way around the bay. Will that help? It's hard to tell. It's not going to be enough, I can tell you that right now. Uh, in order to really make a dent in this problem, we should be making massive investments in infrastructure. And I'm talking about the scale that you see in places like Hong Kong or Singapore or so many parts of Europe. And we're not anywhere close to doing that in the Bay Area. How often do you get involved with the uh, cities out of the area in discussing the issues and the trends? Well, we work very closely with cities. Uh, we work with our city managers. We also work with our elected officials, including the mayors. But here's the funny thing about the cities in Silicon Valley. The elected officials are there for a four-year period. Uh, they're regular folks coming from all walks of life. Uh, the mayors usually serve for a one-year period. They're usually appointed by their colleagues on, the, on those councils. Uh, a lot of times they're playing what we typically call figurehead roles, going to ribbon cuttings and so forth. When it comes to getting down to the nitty gritty issues of transportation, infrastructure, regional planning, housing and land use, uh, the cities actually aren't the, aren't the best actors, uh, mostly because they don't have any jurisdiction beyond their city boundaries. And the problems we're talking about are regional and they're not local, they are regional and they require cities coming together in new constructs and in new framework. So this is the difficulty. I'm visiting here today with Russell Hancock of Joint Venture Silicon Valley. I need to take another break. We'll be right back after these messages. I love fishing, you know, with my family. I think it would be easier to use a net. It was so much fun. The times when we are together, it makes it all, all the more worth it. Having dad teach them how to like cast a fly rod and as long as we're doing stuff together, we're having fun. Some people see a father and a son fishing together, while others see a succession plan. 
Welcome back. I'm visiting here today with Russell Hancock, and he's a CEO of Joint Venture Silicon Valley. And and Russell, um, there has been significant growth within the last few years in, in Silicon Valley, and it's outpaced the infrastructure. Yes. I, I believe in the first segment you mentioned that we've we've taken a little bit of a slowdown, but now mm-hmm. it's picking up again. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to focus somewhat on the housing and the cost of living yes. uh, because this this seems to be an ongoing problem where a lot of cities are addressing it by putting denser housing uh, covenants within the, uh, the the city infrastructure right yes okay so we have a housing problem the uh, the median home price in Santa Clara County is now a million dollars that's the median in San Mateo County, it's even higher than that. It's 1.1, 1.2 million dollars. Those are the home prices. Now, this is housing that's completely out of reach to the rank and file members of the workforce. That's the kind of place that we live in. And then we're not providing very much of the housing. We're not putting it on the market in the first place. The inventory of housing is at historic lows. So the problem is the housing is getting bought up. In fact, it's getting bid up in uh, the sale prices are, you know, they're usually getting thousands and thousands of dollars beyond their asking price. So there's people that can do this, people that are buying the housing, but it's crowding out uh, the rest of the workforce. And so now we see people living farther and farther away, places where the housing becomes more affordable. We're talking about the outer reaches of Concord. We're talking about across the Ultimate Pass. We're talking about south of Gilroy. Uh, This is... uh, contributing to our transportation problems because now these people are flooding onto our freeways. We have an inadequate uh, transit system to bring them in here. And so the problems just uh, spiral. You know, as you, uh, as as we define Silicon Valley, there's Mm -hmm. there's pockets. You got the San Jose and the the Mount View and the Mm -hmm. Santa Clara's. Where would you consider a central hub of of, of the valley. Oh, you know, you debates rage about that. Nobody actually knows where Silicon Valley is. They fight about it. What, you know, if you were to draw it on a map, where, what would be the contours? Nobody's actually sure. So we find, first of all, we define it as a phenomenon mm-hmm. and not just a place. And that phenomenon is clearly spreading. Its footprint is all over the Bay Area. It goes all the way up the peninsula. It's gone into San Francisco. It's going into Oakland. Oakland has become a thriving center for technology and for startups. And so really, it just makes sense to talk about Silicon Valley as if we're talking about the Bay Area. Okay, and how does, how does the Bay Area Council compare to what you're doing with Joint Venture? Well, the Bay Area Council, uh, despite its name, it sounds like a very official government body. It's not. It's actually a business organization. They have 300, 400 business members, okay. and they represent those businesses on policy issues. So if someone wanted to get involved with Joint Venture Silicon yes. Valley, how would they go about Oh, my gosh. That? We welcome that. Uh, you go to jointventure.org. And there on the website, it tells you very specifically how you can get involved. Companies uh, join uh, Joint Venture as members. Uh, they pay us annual membership dues. Uh, we also welcome senior executives to serve on our board of directors. Our board members also pay dues to the organization. And you have a marquee event uh, after the beginning of the year? Or? Every year. It's okay. called the State of the Valley. That's where we re- release the Silicon Valley Index. It happens every February. The index tracks over 70 different indicators. And then we spend the day talking about it. What are the indicators telling us? What direction are we going? What are our trends? What are our challenges? How do we mobilize to address them? And um, and in person, that uh, you know, th- there's different committees that you have that are working on different problems. Can you go through some of those committees? Well, we have groups that are working on infrastructure. And by that, I mean uh, not only transportation infrastructure, but also 
things like communications infrastructure and uh, civic technology and making sure that uh, we're taking smart, sensible, strategic approaches to the technology that we deploy in municipal settings across uh, the region. We have a group that's working on bicycle infrastructure. We're hoping that the bike and the, the two-wheel vehicles can be a compelling alternative to the automobile and that that would put a dent in our traffic. Uh, we have groups that are working on uh, old-fashioned economic development. We have a group that's working on El Camino Real, which is this 19-mile stretch of road that goes up and down the peninsula and connects Silicon Valley cities. And we're trying to have that become a place for intensive housing, dense vertical housing, uh, so that we can put a put a, uh, a dent in our housing problems. So, so those are some of the groups that we have active. You know, Google has uh, they've mentioned in a couple of press releases that they, they, they look at the self-driving drones as a wave of the future. Yes. What's your thoughts? Well, uh, we need to be working on every front. We need compelling alternatives to the automobile. And if that includes drones, so be it. Uh, the drone is very promising technology. It can be used to uh, deliver not only people, but goods, uh, freight, packages. And so that can take all of those delivery vehicles off the roads and, and, and it can get them off the roads at all hours of the day. And so that's really hopeful. The sharing economy, uh, the, the, the ride-hailing the, the ride services can also be an answer to this problem because they represent the promise of carpooling, but they also represent the promise of goods delivery. And that can be happening during the off-peak hours uh, so that that helps uh, during those critical commute, uh, commute periods. You know, there's been outlying communities uh, that have begun to challenge the the growth of the valley, for example, in yep. Utah, they have a place they're calling Silicon Slopes right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and some of the Bay Area companies are, they're not relocating, they're expanding yep. operations. Mm -hmm. But uh, how do you view that mm -hmm. overall in terms of what you're doing with Joint Venture Silicon Valley? Is yep. it, it's, it, do you see a collaboration? Oh, sure. Uh, there, are, there are regions around the country that are trying to apply this same formula. It's a formula that promotes innovation and entrepreneurship and they're trying to attract software, technology, uh, these leading edge companies. Uh, we think that's terrific. We think that uh, your best uh, strategy for economic development is to have a pie that's expanding. And so that everybody's participating in that, in that kind of growth. We don't view it as competitive. Uh, Silicon Valley will always be a major node uh, on a network of nodes. Now, um, what would you say keeps Silicon Valley in place to be that major node? Well, it's not our housing and it's not our transportation, I'll give you that. Uh, but it is the uh, culture of innovation that is here. It's the world's most highly educated workforce that is here. Uh, it is Stanford University and the other great universities that are located here. And then let's not forget the venture capital. That is the secret sauce. And so here we have the epicenter of the venture capital industry, an industry that we invented, by the way, and that is the mother's milk that makes all of this happen. You go to these other places and you just don't have that kind of sophistication, that kind of infrastructure. You also don't have the supporting infrastructure. And here we're talking about the, the law firms, the, uh, the accountancies, executive search. All of this is uh, firmly in place here. In addition to a, a wonderful quality of living, fabulous weather. And so that's why these uh, livability issues become so important for Silicon Valley. So, Russell, once again, could you give the listeners how to reach out to S Joint Venture Silicon oh, Valley, contact you? And thank you for that opportunity. You simply visit our website, jointventure.org. 
And there on the website, it tells everybody how they can get involved. You can sign up for our mailing list. If you are a company in the region, you should be a member of Joint Venture. We welcome your membership. Been visiting here today with Russell Hancock at Joint Venture Silicon Valley. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> 